Hey everyone, you're listening to the 107 podcast where we get together every fortnight and sometimes more often to talk about technology, business and the humans in it. I'm your host Ivan Stegic. My guests today are Chris Weber and Dan Moriarty, two of the volunteer organizers of this year's Twin Cities Drupal Camp. Chris is a software engineer at the Nerdery, and Dan is CEO and creative director at Electric Citizen. Hello, Chris and Dan. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, hello. Hey there. Thanks for having us. Oh, it's, it's my pleasure. Dan Moriarty. I love saying your name. It, the whole Sherlock Holmes thing is just, I just love it. Yeah, and I will take that anytime. I'm always happy to... To reference my <laughs> my evil ancestors. <laughs> oh wait, relation? Are sure, you related I'll... to a fictitious person? I'll claim that. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I'm glad that you are on the show with us today, um, talking about Twin Cities uh, Drupal Camp this year. So, Chris, tell us about the camp itself. When and where is it this year? Well, uh, camp. Uh, this uh, 2019 version of our of our camp is going to be at St. Thomas, which is in downtown Minneapolis. Um, we've had it at St. Thomas for a number of years, so it should be familiar to folks that have gone to the Twin Cities Drupal Camp before. It's a really good location, really large open space, uh, very, very lighty and breathy. Um, we'll be having it on, uh, like I said, June 6th through June 8th. Uh, June 6th is, is a training day. Uh, the 7th will be filled with uh, excellent talks, sessions, and then the 8th will be uh, kind of like a something a little bit new that we're doing. Uh, we're having an unconference on that day, uh, well as uh, providing a space for uh, people who want to sprint on core uh, contributions. And um, we're very excited to have the camp again here in the Twin Cities. And so that's a little different than how we've done it, I would guess, every year since we started, although I don't remember the first year. Um, but that's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, as opposed to Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we have one day of sessions as opposed to two. Dan, do you want to talk through kind of the reasoning behind that and why we decided to do it that way this year? Yeah, um, so it's something we've talked about off and on for a few years now. And we really, uh, as a group, decided uh, a couple of things. One is uh, four days was uh, becoming a fairly large time commitment for a lot of people to participate in the full range of camp activities. And then another reason is we generally saw a bit of a drop-off in attendance when we went from the weekday to the weekend. And so as sort of a trial uh, thing we're doing this year is, is is reducing it to three days with uh, keeping our focus on the sessions like we've always done on Friday, but then on Saturday making it a little more open, freeform, which is uh, the unconference, which we can get into uh, just to see uh, what that does for our numbers and, and helps people, uh, more people participate than on, on the weekends. So is the unconference style going to be very similar to the way we did boffs in the past, or how's that going to be structured? You know, I, I, that's how I picture it, although it, it is a bit of a, a, still of a matter of discussion between uh, 
various camp organizers how exactly we're going to do it. But the way I'm envisioning it, and Chris can correct me if I'm wrong, is uh, is we're going to largely be in the the atrium area on Saturday as opposed to going to the classrooms. And people will sort of self-organize into different groups around that large space to talk about, uh, just to have discussions, informal discussions about uh, whatever topics they, they would like. And then um, ideally we'll have uh, a few moderators available floating around the room to sort of help facilitate conversations and make sure people are in the spaces that they, they find most helpful. That's right. Uh, we're um, when during in the unconference format when we're looking for uh, interesting things to talk about. Uh, Tim and Wilbur were kind of like the genesis of this idea when we were talking about adding it to the camp. He likes to talk about the law of two feet, where if uh, you're at a conversation that uh, isn't isn't providing you with with what you need, you could use your two feet in order to find a, another conversation. Uh, that that is more engaging and then in that way kind of like plan your own day out of what talks are engaging you and uh, finding the the information you you need but the format is very much like a boff being able to have uh, instead of slides and rooms and kind of like a more instructor instructor led uh, conversation where one person is just talking for an hour or whatever uh, it's more of a conversation, a sharing of in- input, and allowing more people to provide information than just one person at a time. I love the idea of doing that. Um, it really allows, I think, the community to drive what the topics are and, to the, and the discussions that are being had. I, I think that's a good experiment. I'm looking forward to participating and um, seeing how that affects our camp next year. I was going to ask about Thursday. Usually we have trainings on Thursdays, right? Do you guys, can you speak to what the trainings are this year? It looks like uh, Drupal 8 content migrations. Uh, There's going to be a getting started with building sites with Drupal. Uh, There's a Drupal 8 crash course for content editors, marketers, and project managers. The intermediate to advanced CSS for practical peoples. Um, I think those are all of our trainings. Those are the four trainings. And then on top of the trainings, we're also hosting a backdrop mini camp this year. Oh, really? Let's, well, tell me about that. I know backdrop has always got such a great presence at TC Drupal camp every year. Um, what is, what is that about? Yeah. So, um, in the past we have done sessions, we've hosted sessions on, on backdrop. We, we every year seem to draw some of the, the leaders behind the backdrop community, and we'll do that again this year, uh, particularly Jen Lampton, who's helped lead and create the backdrop community. She's coming, as well as several other um, uh, prominent backdrop contributors. And what, what they've decided to do this year is, uh, in the form of a mini camp, is hold a day of sort of sessions all in one room dedicated to backdrop and we, as a camp, decided to provide a, a room uh, just alongside the training sessions for people that are interested in contributing to Backdrop or learning about it to attend this free session. I think that's a great idea. Um, and I, why haven't I reached out to Jen and Nate about Backdrop? We should totally have them on the podcast. There you go. 
That's awesome. We will make sure we do that. Uh, if you happen to be listening out there, Jen and Nate, please send us an email before we do. Um, but yeah, we'd love to have you on the podcast. So that's great. So trainings on Thursday, backdrop CMS mini camp as well in one of the rooms, and then sessions on Friday. So I would imagine there's a keynote on Friday. Let's talk about um, what the day looks like on Friday. I can tell you definitively, we've got five rooms, so five tracks, if you will, uh, and uh, we've got a, uh, each track will have six sessions throughout the day, so for a total of 30 sessions. Uh, we're starting uh, the morning, uh, like we typically do, with a, a welcome session at 9 a.m., going into our first session around 9.45, and continuing um, with the last session ending around 5.00. Uh, we will have a keynote this year um, during the lunch hour on Friday, and um, uh, happy to tell you about that. That is uh, a local group called the Asian Penguins, a, a Linux user group made of boys and girls, grades six through eight, and they're based out of a Hmong charter school in St. Paul. And their um, director, Stu Kiroff, and uh, he's coming to tell the story about what they do, how their work is helping bridge the digital divide in the metro area. They, he works with the students to teach them Linux, and uh, they repurpose old computers, installing Linux on them and giving them away to families in need. So he's gonna, uh, we're excited he's going to bring some of his students with him, too, and they're going to do a presentation for us on Friday. Oh, that's wonderful. That That's really wonderful to hear. So the... Asian penguins. Wow. How did you guys um, find out about them and meet them and involve them? Like, what's the story behind that? It's Matthew Tift that could probably give you uh, the, the full answer of, of how that connection was formed. Uh, we found out about them through him. Um, and then we were able to find out more about their organization. Uh, and it just really sounds like a really great opportunity. Um, I know you share an interest in making sure that tech is accessible to, to kids as well, Yvonne. I, and uh, it's, it's really great to hear what they're doing. I, I'm not surprised that Matthew's involved in that. <laughs> yeah, Matthew had hosted uh, Stu on his Hacking Culture podcast uh, a few months ago and then recommended them as a potential keynote speaker. So we reached out to them and... Uh, uh, we're just uh, finalizing the details on that now, and uh, it should be up on the site by the time this podcast comes out. Oh, that's great. I'm looking forward to hearing what they have to say. So keynote um, over the lunch hour, sessions in the morning, sessions in the afternoon. Um, can you tell me a little bit about a session format? Are they the same as last year? What, how long are they? What, what do those look like? Yeah, uh, we actually... Uh, had quite a bit of a debate on how long uh, our sessions should be. You know, uh, DrupalCon has moved to a format of half-hour talks and uh, longer talks, uh, more than an hour, right? It's like an hour and a half. Um, and uh, we uh, we were concerned about, you know, like what is the appropriate amount of, of duration? So we wanted to make sure that we've got a lot of talks that we people can give on Friday. But at the same time, uh, we were concerned that a half hour might be too short. Uh, we're trying 45-minute out, uh, talks out this year. Uh, we're going to see how that goes. And um, 
So as a result, we were able to fit about uh, 30 talks into the, the, that Friday. Is that 45 minutes of speaker time, um, or is that 45 minutes of um, session plus questions? It gives time for, for questions at the end of sessions, unlike the 30-minute sessions. That, uh, you know, that, that was a common experience at DrupalCon this year, is there really weren't any time for questions at the end of those 30-minute sessions. Uh, and speakers are really hard-pressed to, to fit all their content in, in 30 minutes. So even though DrupalCon experimented with this, and, and I think that's fine, um, we, we as a group felt like 45 minutes was, was a much better time slot and and i wouldn't be surprised if they go back to that at future triple cons i wouldn't be surprised with that either so the 45 minutes um is inclusive of the questions then right i mean it's the the assumption is that the speakers will have time then to to ask questions got it let's talk about the five rooms and the five tracks you have what are the tracks um this year well, the, uh, the, the tracks are similar, uh, if, if you look at the website right now, they're, they're almost identical uh, to the tracks that we had last year, but uh, we're, we're making an effort this year to be uh, inclusive of talks that are tangential from uh, Drupal. It doesn't, not every talk has to be about Drupal. Uh, they, we've got talks about, uh, you know, uh, uh, GraphQL uh, JSON integrations and um, Ruby on Rails. Uh, we've got we've got talks about. We wanted to make sure that we've got uh, some talks about mental health. Um, we've got we've got talks on a wide uh, area of of topics, and not necessarily specifically about Drupal. That's great. I'm looking forward to seeing the list of sessions come out. I'm hoping, uh, fingers crossed, that my session made it and. Um, <laughs> When when is that session list going to be published? That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> by the because <laughs> the announce the announcements will have gone out to to the accepted speakers uh, well ahead of this podcast being released. I don't know that we'll have them accepted and published on the site at that point, but we'll be publishing them hopefully um, by. What would you say, Chris? Mid, mid May at the latest. Yeah, uh, hopefully earlier. Uh, but that is largely based upon you know how we can uh, contact folks. Our good friend Joe was telling us we've never had somebody tell us they they uh, they either can't make it or say that they can and then don't show up. Uh, we've we've had a really high success rate. I'd like to keep that going, but there's always the possibility. Uh, that the the worst could happen, and we don't get a hold of somebody, or we have to strategically plan. It's best to better to have everything figured out before we publish. Uh, and so we're, we're putting the effort in now in order to make sure that can happen. So if you're listening to this podcast, there's a chance the sessions have been published, but there's a chance the sessions <laughs> have not yet been published. <laughs> and if they haven't been published, we promise they will be published in the next week after you listen to this. So um, fingers crossed. Absolutely. Yeah, that's how that we'll, works out. That's, let, let's, let's hope it does. Okay, so one of the things I love, I love a lot of things about uh, the Drupal camp in, in, uh, in Minneapolis um, is the parties. Um, there's always the speaker party and the sponsor mm -hmm. appreciation party, and then there's the Friday night party and the Saturday night party. But if the camp is one day 
short of four days, does that mean it's one day short of a party as well? Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, good. We have. Let's hear. <laughs> let's hear about We've... what's going on there. Right. Well, we do have a few changes this year. I think one of the big ones is that um, our Thursday night party, which is the night that the day that camp opens after the training, we're trying something new, sort of inspired by our friends at Midcamp in Chicago, and uh, that is changing the Thursday night party to the welcoming party. And what this means is that we're extending an invitation to anyone that is involved or interested in participating in our conference to come to the welcome party on Thursday. That's right. And where, where is that party this year? The unofficial plan right now is that we're going to host that at the Pizza Luce in downtown Minneapolis. And what about Friday, the Friday night party? Yeah, so Friday we're, coming, we're going back to the House of Balls. Oh, yeah. I love that place. Yeah, it's a really great place. House of Balls is, uh, is we've been at, I think this is our fourth year at this um, sort of a, a amazing, eccentric art studio slash event space down, um, just, just off of downtown Minneapolis. Uh, and we're going to have some of the same great things we have every year. We're lining up a food truck. We're going to have uh, free food and drinks. And most importantly, we've lined up karaoke. Oh, yeah. That sounds amazing. I'm secretly hoping that Mark is able to give his uh, five-minute talk about hot dish again. Yeah, Chris, are we going to try to do any, any of the lightning talks this year? Well, I don't know. Uh, you know, we like to be flexible uh, we're we're kind of a spontaneous a spontaneous crowd. Uh, we've got a number of events planned uh, for the day. Uh, you know, we're we're going to have some board gaming. Uh, we're gonna, and it seems like the board gaming thing has gotten even stronger here in the Twin Cities community. Um, we're uh, going to have uh, uh, some some food, and of course, there will be Foursquare. Foursquare. I hope Les brings his ball. We we lean on less for the uh, both the uh, the rules and the gamemanship and the the setup of that. Uh, we we should side note uh, we should double check with him if he's going to do that again this year if he wants one of us to take that on. Uh, and yeah, in years past we've had lightning uh, talks, uh, and we've also had karaoke. Uh, I do know for a fact that we will be having karaoke again this year. I don't know if we'll have lightning talks, but I. There's room still, I think, Dan. Uh, we just need to, you know, put a plan into action to see if we can uh, provide equipment and, and time for that. I'm a proponent of the lightning talk. So um, if you need votes, <laughs> if you need votes, you have one from me. And um, if right. you do need something to help that make that happen, please ask. I'll do what I can. All right. I think we've got a volunteer right. well, to, to run the lightning talks. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds Happy great. To do it. That's Happy how this to... works. Okay. Well, if, if I get to run it, that means I get to give one too. <laughs> I suppose. Indeed. Okay. You can kick us off. All right. Let's do that. Um, let me know the details and I'll, I'll help make it happen. All right. Sounds good. All right. So, so that's Thursday and Friday taken care of. And, you, and what are we doing Saturday? Are we doing anything Saturday? We will. We'll do our, our traditional post-camp party. Uh, it is at a location to be determined. So you have to stay tuned to the, the website or the newsletter to find out when, that, when and where that's going to happen. 
I'm glad that's still happening, even though we don't have the fourth day. Stay tuned on the website. That's tcdrupal.org. And subscribe to the email list. Um, I'm sure that'll be mentioned in the email as well. One more question. How do you register for camp and what does it cost? Well, uh, you can go to our website at uh, tcdrupal.org slash register. Um, and you can register right there. Uh, we've got a nice big link for you right there in the in the top of the page. Just click on that. And go on over to registration. Uh, registration uh, remains uh, inexpensive, especially compared to other Twin Cities uh, camps, which uh, we've we've been able to to look at. You know the cost of camps nearby. Um, our our camps only fifty dollars. Uh, we are all providing uh, means for people who want to contribute more, like myself. I, I try to come in at the uh, community contributor level. How much is that again, Dan? Yeah, uh, so that's um, $150. And, and what that includes is, of course, camp registration. Uh, it includes a free t-shirt. And it also means that you are helping support the camp above and beyond, uh, which is really key to, to, to us being able to offer all these things, uh, including the parties and the free training and, and all the sessions and the venue so uh, that's kind of a new, it's not new, but what's new this year is, is we're really trying to emphasize to anyone that, that uses Drupal professionally and that can afford it, please consider coming in at the community sponsor level, community supporter level. Uh, it really helps us out. But uh, anyone is welcome to come to camp. And, and, and as always, if anyone wants to come and can't afford it, please contact us and we would be happy to set you up for free. What's the best way to contact you? Yeah, so go to the website, again, tcdrupal.org. Go to the contact page and just, just shoot us a message and, and one of us would be happy right. to get back to you. Or you can hit us up on, on Twitter as well. Yeah. Uh, like Dan said, if you fill out the contact form on the site, you're, you're sending an email message to the entire team. Someone's going to see that immediately. Uh, and again, we're available over Twitter. It's like the rest of the Drupal community. We all kind of hang out there. And there are sponsors again this year, like they were last year. Um, there always seems to be a plethora of sponsors for camp, which is just so awesome to see for our little community. Um, are there still opportunities to sponsor? What options are left if they are? Please, 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 always welcome more sponsors. The more, the more sponsors we get, the more we can do. You know, we really are, are wanting and planning to offer free lunch to everyone at camp this year on Friday, and uh, getting uh, a few more sponsors will really help make that happen. And so um, we have some great sponsors so far, including uh, 10.7. Thank you for that. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, just really, uh, we have a few platinum sponsor slots still available. Uh, we have unlimited slots at the gold and silver level. And uh, so anyone who wants to consider both helping the camp out and maybe getting a table to tell people about your organization or what you do, uh, very welcome to do that. And again, just come to the website. Uh, there's There's information about how to become a sponsor or to just get in touch with someone. 
So that URL is tcdrupal.org slash sponsors, and there's a great little button there uh, that you can visit the sponsor page for more information about the benefits of each of the sponsor levels. Um, yeah, it's it's been great to see the same companies coming back to the camp and coming back and providing to the community. It's, it's always a pleasure for us to do it, and I'm sure it is for you too, Dan, for Electric Citizen um, and for the others that are also uh, doing that. I've asked this before um, of members of our community and of members of the organizing team um, that always puts on this volunteer event. It's volunteers that do it. I'm amazed that it happens every year. Um, But DrupalCon 2020 is in Minneapolis next year. And DrupalCon was, it just happened last month. And we have our camp in close proximity to it. So has there been any discussion about what, if any, effect DrupalCon in Minneapolis is going to have on our camp next year? So we, we've had a lot of internal discussions about it, and while um, they, we have a lot of energy in the, the Twin Cities, uh, it seems like the prevailing wisdom is that we want to try to find a couple of smaller events. Uh, the, the work that we're going to, we anticipate we're going to put in around uh, DrupalCon is really too close to uh, where we would want to have our camp here in the Twin Cities to make both the the contribution we want to put in f- to make DrupalCon a success and the contribution we want to put in in order to make our camp a success. Uh, that said, it's still kind of up in the air. We, we haven't uh, had the powwow that we really need in order to come to a firm decision that, hey, we're not going to do a Drupal camp or, hey, we're not going to do a Drupal camp like later in the fall, sometime that day, uh, sometime of the year. Um, so uh, I guess the, the, the answer that we have right now is that we want to continue to be active. We want to do things in the, the Twin Cities uh, surrounding uh, Drupal and getting together a, an event. And I think uh, we've, we've got differing ideas on, on how to accomplish that. But the main thing we want to do is to continue to talk about Drupal celebrate Drupal, um, and promote knowledge and, and learning and inclusiveness. So stay tuned. Um, we are evolving the decision as time progresses is what you're saying. Yeah, we don't have a, a good answer yet. We're also laser focused on getting this year's camp put together and have it be so awesome um, that uh, we've postponed any other kind of discussion of what next until we're done. And thank you for being so laser-focused on the camp, and Dan and Chris and everyone else that's helped organize the um, the camp, Jer and Tim and all of the other volunteers. Um, it's just always so amazing for me to see the camp happen and for all those people to contribute and for for there be to, for there to be so much empathy and care that that it happens in the most equitable and and fun and cheap and value based um, event that we can put on and I, I think that's I think that's great so thank you both for for doing that and for contributing after this is all done there's so much gratitude to make sure people get uh, based upon their efforts that they've been able to put in to make this thing a success. And it's, it's really, a, really I, uh, the thing that we keep talking about is that the, the, our deliverable at the end of this is our process because our process has been pretty good. We keep on iterating on it so that 
we can have the confidence that, hey, we can put together a camp like this. And, uh, and we could feel really good about that, that process. Yeah, and not only that, but I think we're, we're I've been involved in many years of camp organiza- organizing for, for TC Drupal, and I, I feel like uh, every year is good, but uh, the gang's really getting along well this year to where uh, I'm not even daunted by the thought of doing it again next year. I would love to do it again. You heard it here first. <laughs> we'll see. We're already thinking about next year's uh, or or the following year's Drupal camp. Yeah. That's great. That's awesome. That's the uh, that's the uh, the high we're on right now from all the, the good <laughs> yeah. work we're we'll doing. See. We'll, we'll, we'll see. see how we're feeling after this. <laughs> no, you can't go back now. You just said that you were you were oh, looking. You you're can... not even worried about it. <laughs> so this so let's actually just spend a minute before we close off here. Um, and say this is version nine of the camp, if I'm not mistaken. I think there's been, I think the first one was in 2011. So this would be That's version right. nine. And so the next one is the 10th anniversary, right? That's so right. We, we, we should celebrate that somehow. Well, we are. It's called DrupalCon 2020. Exactly. And uh, <laughs> it, what better way to cap off 10 years of active community growing, uh, stewardship, uh, uh, caretaking, uh, facility, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I myself came to this Drupal community as a lone wolf developer looking to find some other group of people that I can nerd out about Drupal with. And, uh, you know, my story is basically the story of the, how successful this community has been. Thanks to all of the, the people who have welcomed me in and made me feel like I belonged, I'm here today helping plan the next one. I love it. I think it's I think it's precious and amazing, and I always amazed by all of that. So, um, yeah, I, I hope I'm right about it being the 10th anniversary because I, I like I you, feel like you there are. were different different incarnations incarnations of the camp before 2011, but I think 2011 was the first official one, right? It was. Yep, you're absolutely right. Okay, good. Well, thank you both for spending your precious time with me today. It's really been a pleasure talking with you, Chris and Dan. Same here, man. Yeah, thanks Thanks so much for hosting us. Chris and Dan are two of the volunteer organizers of Twin Cities Drupal Camp, happening from June the 6th, the Thursday, to June the 8th, the Saturday, at the University of St. Thomas in downtown Minneapolis. Tickets are still available, and they're reasonably priced, starting at $50, and we're hoping that includes lunch as well. So head on over to tcdrupal.org and register now. You can find the camp on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. The handle is at TC Drupal. And of course, the Twin Cities Drupal group is also on groups.drupal.org slash twin dash cities for other local events that happen outside of camp. And they happen every month, whether it's the happy hour or something else, it is on. You've been listening to the 107 podcast. Find us online at 107.com slash podcast. And if you have a second, do send us a message. We love hearing from you. Our email address is podcast at 107.com. Until next time, this is Ivan Stegich. Thank you for listening.